Jason, as it is each and every week, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, you know, we keep saying it. Those are good people. This is why we partner with them. They are hosting another good community event this Thursday, October 10th, a happy hour event in support of Hope House. You got it. This is part of a larger campaign called the Why I Care campaign. If you've been poking around on social media, you may have seen a bit of it on there. Uh, they're, look, they're hosting the event. They're trying to raise money as they do so often during the course of every year for a good cause, this one being Hope House. For more information on that one, go visit the Budget Blinds of Lee Summit Facebook page. You can see that event, get all of the details. And then, hey, when you want when you want some some window shades, some window treatments, some other things for your house, go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit right in the heart of downtown. Tell them Jason and Nick say you. All hail our robot shade overlords. Hello and welcome to this Friday conversation episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and in honor of that, I would like to replay a conversation I had last April. This was a strange, strange conversation for me to have. It was a conversation with my own wife, who in April celebrated her five-year cancer-free anniversary. And while my wife Stephanie and I talk a lot, this was the first time that we'd sat down and talked about it purposefully in a manner that maybe all others could could understand. And it was interesting for me to hear her try to explain some of the feelings and the other conversations that we've had together in, in, in a manner that's meant for other people. And so this was an interesting conversation to have, an interesting conversation for me to listen to then when we posted it, and even now, six months later, well, five years and six months later, to, to sit down and, and, and hear the way that she talks about the experience that she went through and how it's changed her life, our lives, and, and, and given new perspective uh, as, we, as we look to the future. You will hear that much of, of the conversation centers around a word, a word that she has now tattooed on her wrist. That word is next. Here's that conversation. You told me a few weeks ago that you were ready to sit down and talk. You are celebrating right now. I'm going to say we. We are. Yeah, we definitely but, but, we. But really, it's all about you. Uh, <laughs> we are celebrating your five-year cancer-free anniversary. That's weird. You are a breast cancer survivor. And to do that, you came to me several months ago and said, I don't want just a party all about me. No, 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 no. You wanted to do something good for other people. Yes. And you wanted to raise awareness. So Live Next is a weird, it's not the catchy name, I think, that a lot of cancer awarenesses have. And there's a story behind it. So the reason really I wanted you to come on and help us promote this event that's all about you. Mm. I, I'm trying to earn it's some... It's not some, all I'm, about me. I'm trying to okay. earn some marriage brownie points. Yeah. <laughs> what is next? Why live next. next? That word has a lot of meaning to you. It's tattooed on your arm. It is. Which was 
maybe right bef- right around no, your one year when you got that? It was. It was right after the one year because I said, as soon as I can get to one year, I'm going to get a tattoo. That's going to be the thing I Which do. Which for people that don't know us... <laughs> That in itself right, that's was, why I was a change in our our um, personalities. <laughs> yes. But you know what? When when you are given scars throughout all that, you're given all these marks and everybody's poked you and everything taken over your body, you have one final control of your own. And so that's what I thought the tattoo would be. I to do that. I enjoyed watching you get tattooed more than I did doctors marking you and poking you, you and and things like that. The the, the the tattoo was a much more pleasant experience for me to watch. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know if I can say pleasant experience, but <laughs> but I do enjoy it. I I like it. So I do have next on my arm. So I, what is next? People see that they ask. Right. They're going to ask, why are we calling this live next? What is next? Right. Well, to me, next is better. Everything was going to be better. So, you know, I I like to follow a certain, I like to have some control over things, as you know. I know, I do. So I, and of course, going through cancer, which I I still trip over that word, but going through cancer, you, you don't have any control. So everything is taken out of your control. So if there was any control of mine, it was to be able to have some kind of like a checklist, be able to say, okay, if I made it through this part, I knew I could get to the next part and the next part and the next part. And if we could get to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, eventually I knew that everything was going to be better. And so you just had to get past next. So kind of thinking, okay, I don't know, next, I guess is, it's, Oh, can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't, and I refuse yes, to. Can. Well, I think it's it is confusing, and, and, and for me, it was it was just it was just that we had to go things one at a time. There was one step, then the next step, and then the next step, and that right. was that was it was about finding one thing to control. And 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 from my point of view, from the caretaker point of view. Mm-hmm. It was also a sense of lack of control. So it was, right. It was. here's one thing. I can get you to chemo. Right. I can. By the way, I, I got to give you shots at one point. That was fun. <laughs> um, so husbands, if you've ever wanted a reason to to stab your, your spouses. <laughs> yeah. Well, this isn't a fun way to do no. it. But, but um, we, we made jokes about that. That was fun. But, right. I mean, you know, it was the one. Here's one thing I can do that I can participate. I can have a sense of control. Right. And I think for you, it was. It was. If I get through this, right, I get to the next thing, and that's one step closer to being finished. Right. And you really, you did not want to focus on the finish line, which was, you know, almost two years after diagnosis. Right, you wanted to focus on the next thing. And 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 for people that know you, they know you love lists, and you really love directions and following directions. <laughs> I do. Which so for I you, this do a lot of, but the, for for you, uh, this was. A long list of directions to do. Yes, too many. But, you know, next is saying, okay, what can I look forward to? What can I get to? And to me, next is the ultimate, you know. And, and you you didn't know, I didn't want to count on too much, trying to see too much of the future because I knew that would be a little bit rough to do. So if I could just see, okay, I can conquer this part. I can conquer 
actually, you know, I could conquer the first chemo. I could get past the fourth chemo. I could get past chemo altogether. And then, okay, next, we're gonna get, let's get through surgeries. Let's get through radiation. Let's get through all this. And then to even think that now it's actually five years, which they told me would go fast. They said, you will get to five years. It, it was hard to see, but I've gotten there. And I think so live next is being able to figure out, okay, your new life, you have a new life, you have a new way of living and really appreciating everything you've gone through with that next. I've tried to explain to people how that new way of living is and and, and it's hard and it, it seems mm-hmm. cliche to me, it but is. <laughs> yeah. of, of priorities change and you learn what's important and blah, blah, blah. Right. I, I feel like I'm giving some, you know, yeah. motivational speech that's really cheesy and I should be at some convention or something. But <laughs> but I wanted this is weird because you and I don't you and I talk, but that now we seem like all formal and this isn't just us sitting, you know, know. on the table or on the porch with a with a right. fancy beverage. <laughs> um what is the new life? How is that how would you explain that to other people? We explain it to each other all the time, but I don't know that we explain it to other people together. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's kind of hard to say it, a new life. I guess, you know, probably the biggest thing is just knowing that you know, how to enjoy each other and how to enjoy little things, I guess. But then also, you know, big things. I don't know. I, I enjoy working because I can. You know, and when when you're going through all that stuff, I had to miss out on a lot of working and being with my kids at school. But so now I enjoy that. I like having that stress. I, you know, I, you know, (laughs) it sounds weird. (laughs) I don't enjoy that stress. No, (laughs) no, I, I like the, I, you know, I'm able to go and do those things. I'm able to enjoy all of it. You know, when you go through all this, it's a total fog. Everything is a fog. And things have now kind of cleared up and you can enjoy things again. And your your new body is kind of getting back to back to a new it's a new normal, I guess. That's a that's another weird cliche to me. A new normal? Yeah. I mean it's what it's what we say about other people. And other things, that's what we say after national yeah. disasters. That's what we say after shootings, you know, or tornadoes or it, it, it's, yeah. it doesn't seem like the thing you say about a personal event. I think you do. I mean, it's it's a new thing. It's a new way. You change your thoughts. You you notice things that you never even knew existed before. You know, you you notice people who you know, going through it and you have a, a sense of, you know, what they are going through and appreciation for what they're going through. And, you know, when you didn't even know, I mean, for example, you know, you learn all these new words, you, you learn everything about medicine and medical, everything. I mean, that's, that's a new normal. That's not right. (laughs) You know, that's not what we used to know. Is it different for you now when you see you meet other people. I mean, like we've always known people who have mm-hmm. had had cancers, and and it's it's a part of all of all, everyone's lives. We all mm-hmm. know someone, or know someone who knows someone. Or, but is it is there effect now that where you meet somebody that's going through it, or somebody who has a relative that's going through it, does your reaction change? Yes, I hate it. I I guess I had this 
um, I don't know. I have this whole person, like it's personal to me. It was my disease. It was my thing that I have gone through and I've had, I have, and no one else should do it. It's mine, which is so selfish in a way. But I guess because it's mine, it was such a horrible thing to go through that I don't wish that on anyone. And there are people that go through it and they go through so much worse than that. And so when I hear that, it's like, oh, if I could just take that away from you, for you, if I could just, if you did not have to go through that, you know, I I wish you wouldn't have to because I did it. It should be over. No one else should have to face that. So it's, it's a real personal, it's, it's a very personal thing. And that's hard, I guess. Is, is it hard to tell that story? Is it hard to, when you, even when you meet other people, whether they're going through it or not, is it hard to explain that perspective? Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that. Because it feels, I mean, I've told you that before. Um, but Stop hitting my microphone. I'm sorry, you said to talk with your hands. Um, <laughs> no. I, I mean, I've told you that before, but to say that something is mine like this, I mean, who wants breast cancer to be yours, you know? But um, so, no, I don't, I don't think I've ever said that part because I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I have friends now going through this and it's just, it's hard, you know, it hurts your heart because you think, okay, if they could see w- if they could see the future, if I could have, you know, if I would have believed my doctors that said it's going to go fast, my doctors that said, you're going to be great, you're going to be fine. If I could have believed that and seen that, that, you know, I would have, okay, that would have been fantastic. But to know that I couldn't see that at the time, and the people that are going through it now may not be able to see that. And I wish I could just, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to get there. I wish I could. Do you feel like now you kind of you have this this need then to 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 be the light at the end of the tunnel for when you meet people that are going through it to say, hey, look, yeah, the, you you can do it, you can get through, right? It how weird is that? I don't know. If, I is don't it know. is it is it weird? Is it a calling? Is no, it no, no, no? I don't think calling. That's weird. Um, <laughs> calling. That's weird. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't think it's a calling. I, I guess it's more just an urge of just being able to tell people you're okay. You're going to be whole again. You're going to be fine. Um, but knowing it, it would be hard to take that and be able, you know, be, it's hard to believe that when you're in it. Um, well, and and I think there that's where that whole next thing oh, come, yeah. comes back into play is because it's hard to see 24 months down the road, no. but if I focus on just this one step. Right. Just just look at what's next. What is the next the very next thing? So, every year when we've gotten, you know, one year cancer free, two years cancer free. Those are things that were fantastics to celebrate that was the next thing to get to the next thing to get to and I mean that's better than birthdays even is to celebrate that year of cancer free I got I I gotta tell you not that not that I don't love your birthdays 
<laughs> your birthday month. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this has felt, this mm-hmm. always feels more celebratory or more reason to celebrate oh, yeah. than, than, than anything else. And, you know, we, 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 this year we got to both took a day off of work and yes. we went out and had fun. But yeah, this is, this we did it. feels a much better, even though it doesn't feel like it's been five years to me no. at all. No, not at all. No, you know, and no, it doesn't feel like it's been five years. Well, let's let's. I want I want to go back to the event and the next. And okay. we toyed around a lot with what what to call this thing. Yeah. And I think because there are so many different words that people use, mm-hmm. and some of those words you like, and some you 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 don't. And I and I remember mm-hmm. you and I had a had a fun conversation. I think. Okay, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, here I am. I got to choose my words better. <laughs> When when all of it started, when when you were first diagnosed and the treatments were were started, you you started to read a book that someone recommended to mm-hmm. you, and we talked about all those words of survivor, of warrior, of fighter, mm-hmm. of of hero, uh, um, all these fighting words. Right. Um, there are some of those you don't you don't like. No, and I think you know, everybody kind of you grab onto different words. You know, there's things like warrior. And fight like a girl, um, pink. Um, I don't know. You know, I've the things that I have accepted or the things that I don't mind. I like the idea of survivor. You know, our doctor said, told us that, you know, once you're diagnosed, you're considered a survivor. The second you're diagnosed. Yeah, that was weird when she said that to you. Because yes. that was your first or second chemo treatment? Yes, you know, you're a survivor. The second you're diagnosed, you're a survivor. You're considered cured after the surgery, which, you know, she thought, which Dr. Graf, that's our doctor who at Menorah, amazing, amazing woman who, and really all of our doctors, they were amazing for us. Here's I, one thing we learned. Uh, Kansas City has rock stars in the cancer world. We rock were, star doctors and Dr. Stephanie yes. Graf. Through through Menorah and the Sarah Cannon mm-hmm. Cancer Center, amazing. She led that team, and 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 I'm unable right now <laughs> to, to think of all the doctors' names because there were there. You had a team. Yes, Doctor Canova, Doctor um, Graf, Doctor McCroskey. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, they were just a huge team of doctors, and then the chemo ward, the nurses in there, just oh, they are just. They're angels, just amazing. But Dr. Graf had said, you are a survivor when you are diagnosed, which I never realized that. I thought survivor means that you are over everything. You're done. That would be a survivor. But, you know, when you think about it, yeah, you're right. You're not a survivor unless, you know, you're diagnosed. You, you've, it's been found. We can, we can get help for you now kind of thing. That's what the survivor meant. And then you were cured when you had surgery. So, which Dr. Graf also joked that, you know, the the, 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 the surgeon the got surgeon all the gets credit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, you're cured after surgery. So, I like that. But Survivor is good for me. Survivor, I like. I don't mind the pink. Pink became a new adopted color, kind of 
thrown out, yes. Yeah, we have more pink in our house now than, than we had <laughs> in the did. first, you know, 10, 15 years of our marriage. Exactly. <laughs> so, but it, that's fine with me. But then there are other ones, like Warrior, I mean, you know, I, I yeah, incredible muscles I have, I'm sure, but definitely not a warrior. I'm, I'm not a warrior out there, you know, I don't know, just warrior just doesn't fit me. And I just, I don't, I don't care for it for myself. Um, fight like a girl. I don't know. I feel like I could fight like a guy. I, I could fight however I want to, but I, that one I just never cared for. So I think it kind of just it depends on who you, you know, how you take things and what works for you and whatever works for you, you take. That book that you said, it was um, ABCs of Breast Cancer by, um, she's a reporter, she was a reporter on NPR. I'll have to look up. Sorry, hit your mic again. And, but an incredible book that spoke to me and something that I would read, you know, an alphabet at a time, an alphabet letter at a time that really, it worked for me. She, she said exactly what was in my head, exactly what I was feeling. What were some things in that, that, that struck with you? Do you remember some of those, some of those Uh, chapters or, or, or excerpts that, that kind of really connected? Gosh, trying to remember. Um, a lot of it was, gosh, no, we're going to have to come back to that. (laughs) I cannot remember right now. Um, it was things that I, I, I thought I was the only one going through, but to read what she wrote, it was written in a way that, oh, I'm not the only one going through this, that other people know exactly how I'm feeling, you know, because it's a pretty lonely time, which is weird because you have all the support in the world. You know, you have your family, you have extended family, you have friends, you have coworkers, you have everybody around you that are supporting you. But when it comes down to it, it, it can be a really lonely thing, too, because you're, that's it. You're the one that's doing the treatments. You're the one that's having to fight, fight, fight the whole time, you know? And so, um, it can be pretty lonely. So when you find somebody that has, that can speak with the words that you're trying to speak, which you can tell I'm having a hard time doing that, um, it's something to, to grab onto. And that was definitely a book that I really enjoyed. I, I didn't tell you ahead of time that I was going to go into that whole kind of lonely feeling thing. So you can you can you can be mad at me. Um, I haven't given you a reason to be mad at me for a while. So no. Um, but yeah, explain that. I think because that's that's interesting to me as my my reporter brain, not not husband brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You're surrounded by these people. You've got doctors around you all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be. Especially, you know, like you, you don't, you don't like people helping you. No, <laughs> you like, you are very independent. Uh, you like true. to, you <laughs> like to tackle things and solve problems and puzzles all on your own. You, yeah. you like to prove how awesome you are, and you know, you are awesome. Thanks. <laughs> but that has to also be a very weird feeling, in that you're surrounded by all these people. And and I, look, I'm pretty sure that we probably smothered you with our attention a lot. <laughs> but to be surrounded by all these people, you know, love you, and you know, are trying to to do whatever they can. Right. But you probably felt like you were in a very foggy bubble. It was very foggy, and it was a bubble, and yeah, a weird tunnel of 
just no one else can get in this to understand exactly what it is. And, you know, you don't until you go through it, I guess, you know. And so I think, you know, that's why, you know, people that are going through it, you you get that. You understand you have all these people that just, I mean, my gosh, all the people that gave us food and would come over and clean for us and do all, I mean, that was amazing and stuff. And so, you, yeah, you're right. You don't think that you're, that you'd be lonely during that time, but it's, it's really, um, yeah, you're the only one that feels all of it. And it's a lot of just those emotional scars that I, I know it's really hard to explain and lonely. <laughs> well, it's I, hard. I, I don't know. All of us like to show our independence and our ability to be strong, right? Everybody wants to be <sighs> yes. be strong, and I, and I was just thinking about while you were saying that, I was thinking about the joke I made about giving you shots. Mm-hmm. That had to be really hard for you mm-hmm. to give in and. I'm going to let my husband give me a shot right? and do all of these things that I feel like I should – I mean, not even just the medicine, but do all of these things where I feel like I should be able to take care of myself mm-hmm. and I'm not. And you you have to – you had to do a lot of surrendering. I had to do a lot of surrendering because there's a lot of things that you had to do for me, a lot of things. And um, – By the way, the only one I can remember are the shots. <laughs> really? <laughs> So much that you had to do for me. Well, you know, so many different surgeries. I mean, you know, it's not just chemo and radiation you go through. I mean, your your body just gets so beat up that it ends up being other things that you have to do. I mean, it affects everything with you. And so you end up having, you know, a lot of um, reconstruction that I had to go through that then I couldn't lift things right, you know, the same, or I couldn't walk the same. I couldn't do things the same. And Gosh, you had to do so much for me, which was annoying. <laughs> because well, at least something was consistent. <laughs> well, that's true. You enjoyed it a lot, I know, but no, I <laughs> look enjoyment not the right word choice. <laughs> you liked telling me what to do. You you this is enjoy true. that a little bit. This is true. A lot. <laughs> that was look in, in twenty years of marriage. That was the one time right. I got that. I I am one that if you tell me. I can't do something. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let me show you what I can do. And I had to give that up then. That's for sure. (laughs) That was not cool. Um, But, you know, so, yeah, I think at that point, that, again, is something you can't control. It's something that, okay, you're, you're with me all the time. And somebody was with me all the time. And I don't know, you're, you still know that you're the only one that's, that's feeling the, you know, the actual pain and the actual emotions that you are going through. Yes. Is it still lonely? Somebody didn't turn. You did off not turn off the phone. <laughs> um. Yeah, it can be. I think it can be. It. It's better now. I mean, it was, yeah, and I, I think I'm starting to, you know, it kind of, sorry, I'm tripping over my words. Now that we've gotten to this point of 
I, I don't have to go see a doctor anymore. You know, now that I'm at five years, she's fired me. That was an amazing moment yeah, in life. But it was scary as I'll get out. I mean, that's um, that in itself, I think, is lonely. You said you weren't going to do this to me. Um, because I, 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 I'm not going to have that reassurance every six months that it's okay. I don't have that that next appointment, that next <laughs> to go to, you know? So that's, I guess that's kind of lonely in a way. So you, it's a little mix of, of, of celebration that you don't have to, but, but trepidation that, but how am I going to know every day? Right, exactly. You know, because you have a fear, a constant fear of it coming back. And even though she said it's nearly 0% chance that that's going to, well, there's that nearly that's still there. And, um, but, and you don't have somebody to say, it's okay, everything's fine, stop freaking out, it's all good. You know, I mean, you know, and somebody to say, you have to come and see me so I can tell you what it is. Um, you you don't have somebody demanding that they that you come in and see them so that they can tell you that it's okay. Now I have to choose to go and see somebody and make them tell me that it's okay. And in a way, I think that's, yeah, that's a little bit, uh, that's hard to accept that that's going to be okay. What if I say you're okay? Does that count? <sighs> of course. <laughs> Whatever. No. <laughs> yeah. This is a very weird thing. Yeah, it's weird. That's because you're weird. <laughs> well, this ain't new. You said earlier you talked about I'm gonna go I'm gonna keep going back to this next, this live next. You said earlier about how, you know, there's there's still even next thing. Life is life is different. Not just your perspective, but but mm-hmm. life is different. And you you have always said there are still things that never go away. Mm-hmm. That, you know, yes, I'm a survivor. Yes, I'm healthy again. But there are still things that are different. Mm-hmm. You've had surgeries and reconstructive surgeries. So it means some muscle groups are gone. And mm-hmm. like you said earlier, you can't lift the same way mm-hmm. or as much mm-hmm. as you used to be able to. Which is fine because we like to make our make our son do most of the work now, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you are there's there's lymphedema. You had lymph nodes taken out, and mm-hmm. so this is a very common thing with with cancer patients. Mm-hmm. Um, as lymph nodes are taken out, that that you will have to deal with lymphedema. If you know, whenever we fly, you have to wear a compression sleeve, and mm-hmm. these aren't the sleeves you go buy at the sporting goods store for twenty bucks. These are. Ninety, a hundred dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. You go through about two a year. Mm-hmm. I should go through more. You should go through more. <laughs> um, insurance doesn't cover no. those things, which we've 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 learned a lot about health insurance mm-hmm. over the last five years. Um, I, I I think that's another reason why you use the word next. And when we made the logo and the flyer for all of this, which you can go to the Facebook event, live next. <laughs> 
Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp link to Lee Summit there a little bit. Go to our Facebook page, find the event. It it it's going around. Um, but we say detection, treatment, life. Yes. Life is awesome, but there are things you still there are still next things you have to deal with, and, right. and that's important to you. To not only raise awareness for for the detection part and and treatment, we're collecting hats and scarves for for people who are going through the treatment. But there are things you have to do after you win, right? After you're healthy, and so I kind of wanted you to talk about the that part of the next. Yeah. Well, you know, afterwards, I guess you you know it's not over. You think, okay, well, I've made it through all the treatments and the surgeries and stuff, but it's. Um, it's, it's not over. Your body reminds you every day that you've gone through this. You have scars. all o- I have scars all over the front, my back. Um, I have tattoos, not just my fun tattoo, but I have tattoos from radiation. They give you little tattoo marks all over, so you have those as reminders. And then, yeah, I have lymphedema now, which, you know, can happen. You know, I have all, well nearly all my lymph nodes taken out on my right side. And because of that, then my arm just gets, it gets really sore. It can get, it can swell up. It can, it feels really heavy, but it's a constant reminder that I had this big C, that I had the big C. You had cancer. I had cancer. And so that is one, but you, and it, you have, you know, the chemo brain took forever to get rid of, and I think it tries to come back and rear its ugly head every once in a while, too. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah, that, and, you know, and so you you have to, everybody helps you during it and and is all with you during it, exceptional. And, but then afterwards, you, you your body reminds you every day that you're going through this. And it's not over, and it never will be over. You also just have the fear of it coming back. And so that's a constant thing, too, is to remind yourself, okay, you you, you have to let that go and be able to live that life, you know, accept the next things that are coming and remember that, you know, you, you can't just let yourself go into those fears and make sure that you do live the next and you keep going to enjoy everything you possibly can because you were blessed with being able to stay here and do it all. Because we've talked about your your empathy and your reactions to meeting new people, meeting mm-hmm. people that, that are going through it, have mm-hmm. just been diagnosed or in the middle of treatment or are survivors as well. Mm-hmm. Um, although I guess we should say they're all survivors. You just you just reminded yes. me of that story that that I and I had forgotten. I'd actually forgotten that talk from mm-hmm. from Doctor Graf about mm-hmm. you're a survivor the minute we find it. And, yes. and I I'd forgotten that. And, I, and now I'm remembering how awesome that that was. Yes. Um. So for those people, when you're still feeling lonely, when you're still dealing with the, the next things, the lymphedema, the the, the the creep back of the chemo foggy brain, mm-hmm. um, which nice excuse. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what what can you turn to? What do you what do you turn to to, to to ease that the fear, the lonely? 
Uh, well, you. Oh shucks. <laughs> and of course, our Charlie. Um, and friends. We had dear, dear friends. And just, I just have to, and making plans, making those lists. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that it was scary telling yourself, yeah, it was scary, but you did it. You got it. You got to the next. And um, I don't, I, I just, I have to talk myself out of it. And it's just a lot of that self-talk and that breathing just to, just to get out of it, get out of the funk and know that, you know what? No, I did. I did it. We did it. We got out of it. And there's a reason why we've made it now five years. And this, this really is real. It really is okay. And, and now I, I can actually say, you know, to others too. Yeah. It's, it really truly will be okay. You will be okay. And, um, but you know, sometimes I think, you know, I tried um, groups, and I know there are groups out there that you can go and talk to, support groups and things that didn't quite work for me, but I know for some people it would work, and they should try it out. And because, you know, I you know, talking to others who are going through it, sometimes even that's, or even that are past it, and you realize, oh, we have those same weird aches and pains, you know, the same things. And so, okay, it is kind of normal. That is Okay. And yeah, you, 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 it's, I don't know, it, it, that's what gets you out. I mean, just to realize you, you've got to make those plans and you've got to, what can you do next and live that life that's not breast cancer, but live the life that's, that's after it and keep going. I'm trying to think of something awesome like you know great words to to wrap up and finish it and i've i've got nothing because that was pretty awesome (laughs) (laughs) and this is the most surreal interview i've i've ever done in my life and um it's probably gonna be one you're gonna have to edit a lot (laughs) be like okay gosh she was terrible (laughs) remind me not to ever do her again (laughs) i want to finish one thing i didn't uh, here's another thing i didn't tell you i was gonna do You, um, at some urging from me, uh-huh. you did a little writing about about next and and what it meant. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna ask you to read uh, the first part of that okay. for people because I think it really, it, I think it says a lot as to what that word means to you, why we are why we are calling this live next, and why. Why we continue to use that word that 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 we may or may not have stolen from a famous TV writer. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna admit to it right now. Yeah, well, it wasn't just for that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it happens to be. Maybe he took it from us. Okay. Um. Next. Uh. So next to me means after, then looking forward. You know, looking forward to. I made it. I did it. We did it. So I have next on my arm. It was my word, our word, for what made sense in respect to facing what I had to do to be well. I had breast cancer. I still struggle to say it out loud. It gets stuck in the back of my throat. I trip over the words when I say them, and I don't say it often. It's something I struggle even today to accept. Something that never seemed real in a way, I guess. But it couldn't have been more real for it being something 
I struggled to make real and still do. It's something that is mine. Why I would want something to be mine that I hardly even recognize is, is a really strange feeling. However, there are so many people that I've known to be diagnosed to be fighting this disease. When I hear of someone being diagnosed, it breaks me. It stops me in my tracks. I don't think anyone should go through it. I did it. It should never be over. It's done. That doesn't make sense even when what I went through is nothing compared to what others have faced and are facing now. It's a terrible, terrible club to be part of, for sure. I've never thought of what I went through as a story. You know, so many times they ask you what your story is, and I have a hard time with that. A story has a beginning, it has a middle, it has an end. But I don't have an end to this because this is something that will forever be part of me. Daily aches and pains, scars, radiation, tattoos are all physical reminders. Emotional scars that cause anxiety, fear, worry, dates that pop up in the calendar and on Facebook to remind me what happened. These are all ways that say a story isn't over. Plus, I love stories. I love reading stories. I'd rather think of this as a journey, a major life lesson, a huge life lesson. Major life lesson. (laughs) That's what next is to me. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. <laughs>